Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stovar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 41. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I also want to recognise that this is NAIDOC Week. NAIDOC Week stands for National Aborigines and Islanders Day of Observance Committee, and its origins are traced back to the emergence of Aboriginal groups in the 1920s, which sought to increase awareness in the wider community of the status and treatment of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island Australians. This week is a week where we recognise not just the hardships that so many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people face, but also the amazing strengths that they show, the depth and diversity of their culture and the celebration of them being the original custodians of these lands on which sovereignty was never ceded. This episode, friends, I have a very special guest coming in, Coach Sam. Coach Sam is a trans athlete, cat dad, walking teddy bear, and as his name may have suggested, a coach. <laughs> Sam is a Melbourne-based transmasculine training and nutrition coach. As a haze practitioner, meaning health at every size, Sam's mission in life is to create a platform to celebrate trans and gender diverse resilience, strength and empowerment. T-Generation, his coaching service, is setting the new standard for how trans and gender diverse humans access the world of health, fitness and mental fortitude. Yes, I really hope you enjoy this episode, friends. I had an amazing time chatting with Sam, and I'm sure you will enjoy listening. Hi, Sam. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I said, I'm, thank you for having me on. I said, it's, it's a nice, um, miserable uh, said, uh, morning at overcast Melbourne. How are you? <laughs> yeah, going really well. Thank you. About the same. It's, it's been a bit warm, so... A different change from the the like coolness that we've had for the past few weeks and yeah oh yeah it's a bit of a dip after a bit of sun I'm not surprised <laughs> all that side it seems so all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> so can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and what kind of physical activity what kind of training that you do yeah, so, 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 so my name's Sam, um, he, him, I am a trans uh, strength and uh, nutrition coach. Uh, I've been in the industry for pushing about, about 10 years now and my own personal movement journey has changed a lot over the years because as, as a coach, I get bored over time and I like to learn different disciplines and spend time in different places. So I've, I've spent time in the world of like bodybuilding, Muay Thai, uh, CrossFit, Olympic weightlifting, and now I'm a competitive powerlifter. 
So that's as, as a coach, it's very much about having the right tools in the toolbox for the person in front. But my own personal like training preferences at the moment is spending a lot more time in around powerlifting work and uh, like really hectic metabolic conditioning sessions where you're struggling, <laughs> like you potentially spitting at the bucket in the end. While that, 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 that's me personally, I quite enjoy that. But of course, nobody needs to do that if they don't want to. <laughs> So, and it's, it's led me to a lot of, I said, like be exposure to a lot of the major educators and, and coaches and experiences over the time. And I guess I kind of like pick a mix what I like to use and what I like to play with. So it's not uncommon for me one minute to be, you know, flinging a barbell around, but then the next doing something like a burpee box jump or whatever. Yes. Oh, that's so great. Variety <laughs> so, makes it such a big help. Eh? It's something I've found as well. Uh, when you've been training for a while, it's just like, oh, I've done this like a thousand times. <laughs> I need something new. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess, especially with um, the, the world of movement and everything, it, it, it highlights a, re- a really beautiful point. Like we, we know that the tried and true methods uh, of certain particular training styles and progression, and you've got to stay the course to get to certain goals and things. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like banging your head against the wall going, I'm, I'm really quite, quite bored with this. And you've got to reconcile the two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing that you want. Like, just, just hold on, give it a little bit longer. You'll almost be there. But at the <laughs> same time if that's not your thing cool have fun with it like whatever yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> uh so good and not taking it all so seriously i found as well right <laughs> it's like you can like for myself i work with kettlebells it's what i've always done but it's like it's always fun Love to kettlebells. the best thing ever <laughs> totally unbiased knowing <laughs> what you're talking about yeah yeah, tech ball. yeah. <laughs> but there's so many different ways to move out there and seeing the new movements that people can develop and then learning from that and adding it in just makes things so much funner. Absolutely. And I guess at the end, this is, as I speaking from my own experience and my own like ethos as coaching, it, it, it's not about, you know, you, it's not that this isn't a space for you or you can't move or whatever it might be. It's you haven't found a, a style or a type that resonates with you. You haven't found what you enjoyed yet. You know, it, you haven't failed these 10 ways. It's you haven't, these 10 ways just don't work for you. And that's okay. Let's go yeah. 11. Let's go 12. Let's find something else. Let's put some, yeah. a few things together and let's, does it feel good? Cool. We're not hurting ourselves. Yeah, we're right. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's totally how it should be, hey? Because, I mean, what's fun for you or I is not, definitely not going to be fun for, <laughs> for other people. And Totally, totally. Know. And that's more than okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest people do half the things that I do because I probably shouldn't do half the things that I do. <laughs> but, you know, do as I say, not as I do. I'm right? totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. What inspired you to begin training and begin with any of these training methods that you have kind of practiced over the years? So I said my, my family have always been like Saturday sport growing up or what have you. I didn't really participate or subscribe to a lot of it at, at the time. And as, as a coach, I'm a Hayes practitioner, so health at every size. While I said your goals are yours in the end, they're not mine. But I've over the years had a few aesthetic goals because it's aligned with my success markers for my own transition mm-hmm. and things like that. So for, for me, I guess the biggest kick was uh, my my surgeon at the time. I explained the results that I wanted, and they were quite real with me, saying, "You're not going to get what you're telling me you want where mm-hmm. you're at currently right now." Yeah. And 
we, you know, I have, I have, I have no time for any professional pushing their own uh, mandated goals and, and things on anyone else, but this aligned with mine. So very much the next day, like I walked after spending like, in my own journey, I've been, I've been kicked out of gyms for the living authentically. I have just, um, I grew up in a very, um, I wouldn't say not the most liberal area in, in, in New South Wales, but I just walked to the gym the next day, found something that I wanted more. And I guess the, any potential obstacle did not, it, it didn't get in the way anymore because what I wanted was bigger and living authentically for me was, was so much more important. So I walked in and by the grace of who knows wherever, whatever, the PT that they paired me up with at the day, we just got along like a house on fire and it was somebody showing me that it was safe for me to be there and that it was okay is what spurred me to eventually become a coach myself but then it kept pushing into these directions because all, all you need is like you need just like one person sometimes to, to to turn that switch for you or to create that safe space or whatever whatever that is and that that driver has been a massive part of of my pursuit or my work within the the, the fitness industry per se to try and I guess almost do the best I can to change it from the inside. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how that, that, that somewhat evolved. Oh, that's amazing. It's so great when those opportunities kind of come up, regardless of kind of what other people say. But you, you said you were kicked out of gyms for living authenticity. Was that the same gym you went back to or was that a different gym? No, 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 no. Very, very I, – I grew up in the Burbs. Yeah. And especially as the, the the physical manifestation of my medical transition, as that's what yeah. I chose to do, started to make itself very apparent. People couldn't deal. Not yeah. my problem. But yeah. it was just, it, and this was about, this was 11 years, 10, 11 years ago. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful that the world has changed. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it's kind of like, how, what can I do to make sure that that doesn't happen in spaces ever again? Yeah. Yeah, so from definitely from a, a half a cup half full perspective, I, I am I am grateful for the drive that experience gave me to be able to either give that 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 to, to, to somebody else, or at least if I can help alleviate some part of part of this journey within the, these spaces, absolutely. Yeah, it's so needed as well. It's um it's really exciting to see that there's more spaces around that are kind of stepping up in these ways and mm-hmm. and taking on the actively taking on being more inclusive and more inviting and better allies. Absolutely. And you know, as it as I guess for 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 purpose of, of context and everything right now, there's 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 about three queer providers at the moment in Melbourne, which is phenomenal and there needs to be a lot more more of us in the as I said the, the movement or the said the health space, so to speak. And absolutely I, I encourage uh, more of us to, to come out, more of us to start working together, it, it, and to not not create a, a culture that we're, we're, we've all had to push our way through. And then I guess the toxicity and the individualist mentality of that industry. I would love nothing more than, regardless of us potentially having our own spaces or our own services, but working together as it as as I said as queer movement professionals, just bringing everyone together in, in a really like safe and supportive way. It's it's, it's I'm, I'm into it. Absolutely, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and such a such a difference having I've been a trainer for seven years, and over that time, just 
the attitude of so many other spaces or trainers of just purely seeing everyone else's competition. And it's, so it's not about the people. It's not about who they're trying to help. It's just about who they can kind of contain in their own catchment area. And, and that's it and control that, that kind of that market section for themselves. And it, it doesn't help mm. anyone. Like it doesn't, it doesn't help. No, no, no it, it, it really doesn't. And, and I guess it's, and yeah, as, as we've said, it's just going to take one conversation or one new provider at a time or one space or one event, whatever it is, we're just, it's just going to start like clawing away bit by bit by bit. And we'll take a, give us a hot minute. We're persistent enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like we've come this far, let me have a rest and a coffee break and we'll keep going. Like, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no stopping us. <laughs> Have you found since you've kind of used training over your transition to help you become uh, more aligned with who you want to be, have you found that relationship with your body has changed because of physical activity and your training? Uh, I, I've, I've definitely found the more I've gotten to learn and understand the mechanics and the way that my body moves, there is a stronger sense of autonomy and, and confidence that comes out of it because you're the one in the driver's seat, but in a way that you weren't previously prior to, to actually understanding the mechanics and, and learning how to use my body both from a practical perspective and also theoretical, it is, it is just allowed, I guess, a, a just a level of, yeah, of ownership that really wasn't there before. Uh, my, my body moves with intention. I have mm. control over that. I, I am also, I am also very, very surprised and, and, and driven on by it, by its capability because as, as things go and as either progress more or train more or push up, whatever it is, I can either do new things or, or I'm lifting more or I'm running further. That's a joke. I don't know. What is that about? Um, <laughs> hilarious. No, I, I do do a lot of cardiovascular conditioning, just you're not going to catch me running uh, very often. <laughs> but it's a, and it's, it's I guess for me, it's, in a way, it can be hard to articulate because it's a very, like, very, everyone's journey is, is quite personal and we, we pull it in certain ways. So for me, it was, it was a very uh, therapeutic mental health, like, settle with an, a, an extreme ownership and autonomy over my body in a way that I've never had it before because, as I said, within... As as people, even in queer, as queer people in, in general, uh, we're told a lot of the decisions around our body is, is not ours mm-hmm. um, in a multitude of different ways. And for me, using movement and, and, and fitness or strength or whatever it might be to, to kind of reclaim that is a is a super empowering thing, especially when, you know, standing next to and outlifting the cis-heads next to you, I'm, I'm into, like, <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, uh, you started training and physical activity after you'd started T, or was it pre? Um, both, both. Yeah. So pre T, I tried to stick my head in a couple of gyms or play in a couple of sports, and nothing either really quite clicked. Yeah. And yeah, and I said it was the very. Um, female identification space, and that just mm. was due to my gender identity. It was just like this is not. This is yeah. not for me. That's okay. That's fine. And it wasn't until as as I got older and I, I was exposed to other different areas of movement. I'm very much into uh, team sports played by individuals. 
so to speak. For example, like powerlifting, and that you compete together, or bodybuilding compete, things like that. Um, so that I guess that that just that allowed me to to push forward in in, in different ways, especially as I found more kind of my style and where I enjoyed and I had that autonomy to, to explore it in different ways. Yeah, that's awesome. How did you find your body changed when you started training after using two? Because I know, like anecdotally, there's a, like a lot of caution that you need to have around your joints and stuff with tendons and mm. ligaments changing through transition mm. and stuff like that. How did you find mm. that? So I guess this is, this is the way that I frame any sort of strength or aesthetic change for anyone that's looking to move along the HRT path, so to speak. The, the important thing is like the goal is still there, whatever your goal may be, let's push for it, let's work for it. But we need to pay attention to and, and be aware of our initial base biology in order to help us and not to hinder us. Mm. And like, I don't, we don't want to hurt. So yeah. things like muscle and tendon adaptations and strength gains, we can't just go, as, as an AFAB person, I can't just go bang uh, straight into it as, as a cisgendered AMAB, like textbook uh, range normality, like testosterone yeah. levels, et cetera, going straight into it. I'm going to bust something real quick. Yeah. 11 years on T now, like my body has definitely adjusted to a lot of things and I've been training for a period of time that my body gets it now. But at, at, like anyone going into any new sport or discipline, please don't go 110 miles an hour yeah. straight <laughs> off the bat. Right. Like, <laughs> like pick up the barbell first and be like, right, okay, this is a thing. Maybe yeah. do some body weight squats before you put the bar on your back first. Like progress, yeah. work your way up through it. Get, get quality coaching, get someone to help you do it. Otherwise, you're going to run headlong into a wall, be like, well, this is not for me. I just broke everything yes. and potentially walk away from what could be a really beautiful, empowering thing for you. And yes. this is just the way it feels. It's got nothing to do with aesthetics or if it's chasing particular performance goals. Do you feel good right now? Tick, that's a win for the day for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. And people, when they get that kind of inspiration to train, it's and it's, I think it comes back to the messaging pushed by the fitness industry as well is that you've always got to train hard, you've just got to go all in. And the way that people are often able to access training in a multitude of spaces is kind of angled in that way as well. That you've just got mm -hmm. to go straight in to all out, whether it's a group session, whether it's training with a, a PT within a gym space and stuff like that. There's never seems to be that kind of gradual introduction and progression with movement that is, I mean, it makes sense. Like you would think that's this logical way to do things. It's like, why would you jump in all out initially? It's, what do you mean I can't thing. have everything all at once and just straight away and just like I've got to practice and spend time and I'm not about it. No. Yeah, it's a waste of time. <laughs> totally. And look, as the, you know, the human animal, we are not the most patient people in the universe, myself included. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes we just need that, that external help or, you know, fingers crossed. Little you know, the kid, the kids listening to this are like, okay, right, I'll slow down. Good, at least if we can help yep. one person, then we're, we're getting there. We're doing something. <laughs> right, exactly. It's all about the long term, not the short term. <laughs> Play the long game, please. Right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what do you feel has been the biggest challenge with being a member of the TGD, working in the fitness space? So two faults. As a um, participant, or as, as somebody 
trying to navigate that space, definitely access to information, number one, access to, sorry, relevant information mm -hmm. and, and definitely safe spaces. So uh, there isn't, there is a very big need for like a career gym in Melbourne, um, all of that kind of stuff. I know like Elliot Pony Club is doing some cool, fantastic work, looking yeah. forward to that space being opened. Um, as I know, you're doing some amazing things too. I said, I don't have my own space, but I operate in a few things. So we're starting to pop up, but there isn't yeah. either hubs or events sort of as yet. As no. yet. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, and it's just about, I said, that's having to, I guess, because there's no research, because no one has really spent a lot of time until recently uh, either, you know, categorizing, cataloging the effects of HRT mm -hmm. regardless of, 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 of where you sit on the, on, the, on the spectrum and gender identity and where you want to go. What is, what is happening? Um, you know, I'm 11 years on T. I'm not, I don't know many people beyond, like we exist, of course, but, but even then in research spaces, like where's 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 the data? Where's where's the analytic? Like there's nothing really there. It's yeah. a lot of trial and error, working things out, which is why I know that any tests that come up or any extra information I can give, like my GPs and stuff, because I work with the team down at Equinox and everything. I'm like, please, like the more we can, the better. Let let's kind of see what happens, because yeah. especially as as time goes on and as we as as we age, what what's happening to us, and you know is as, as, as you and I can put our educated guesses on it that absolutely health and movement is beneficial in line with all of this kind of stuff in, in certain areas but at the same time it'd be awesome to have the anecdotal evidence going ta-da or considerations here yeah. and especially so then on the back end of that flipping it as a coach there's no training we've forgotten there's no mm. discussion there is we're not factored in it's almost as though we don't exist and yeah. To, to, to a standpoint through my own research time and experience, look, a lot of the advice doesn't necessarily change, but there are some absolute considerations. But then also in the coaching space, 90% of what we do is the psychology of the person in front of us. So we need to have the support tools in the big enough toolbox to be able to help whoever it is in front of us. That's the issue. It's a combination of, Oh, I, I have no idea. I'm too afraid to engage and, and help you where it's like, no, this is a person to start talking, start listening to them right. as yeah. any, as any, <laughs> as any other, as any other individual, you know, find out where, where are their pain points? What their blood pressure like? What are they sleeping like? What's that? Start working through that. Do you yeah. know, like that, that, that's all universal healthcare or health markers, regardless of the gender identity of, of a person. Really. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I guess it's, there, there needs to be some foot. I, I would kill for a module to start or even a mention in like so yeah. threes and fours. Right. Like just, to, just somewhere. Let's just yeah. start somewhere. But it's really just going to be like podcasts like this and, and discussions where that's just where it's going to come out of. Um, and I do really hope that whoever one of us it is, whatever I can get can work with any of the RTO providers or education in spaces to just start just start sprinkling some information in. Like anything is 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 better than where we're at right now. Absolutely. Yeah. And like thinking back on when I did my certifications, just I think any sort of education or considerations for any sort of kind of minority or special populations was 
minimal. I think there maybe was something about working with children. Um, training it was ages stuff. So yeah, it was more children and yeah. then um, older adults, and exactly. that was about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really, I don't know. I, I kind of concerningly found my certifications quite surface level. I was fortunate enough to work with another trainer who had like multiple years, like maybe twelve years experience training with people to be able to kind of get what I needed from them and working in the kettlebell space. So having other mentors along the way to write, get such a more diverse range of information, because I feel if I just left it at what I got from my certifications, I would have been completely underqualified to actually support mm. anyone more than saying, here is a gym training machine, sit on it and move. Yeah, demonstrate <laughs> it too. <laughs> Totally, totally. <laughs> the, the, the barrier to ent- entry into this industry is very, very small. Yes. Um, and the real learning doesn't happen until you leave that classroom. The, oh, yeah. it, it, it's like it's like 90% of what you learn, not necessarily goes out the window, but your application methods need to change real quick the second mm-hmm. you've got someone in front of you. Because, yeah. yeah, like you need to find 25 ways to say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, 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 <laughs> all twenty-five people are going to comprehend it in twenty-five different ways. Yeah. Like you're literally trying to say, you know, soft knees, bum out, shoulders, you know, in your back pocket, but that doesn't necessarily work for someone. I might say bend and snap from Legally Blonde, and then they just get it, yep. which is actually a coaching cue that I love to use because <laughs> everyone knows what I'm talking about with a hinge movement. I'm like yes. bend and snap. Oh, you got to get ticky win. Yeah. Coaching win for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah it's it's such a complex field and to think that and, and it can such a short training period before we're let loose to work with people's bodies with kind of potentially dangerous situations you know lift oh, heavy we can lift people up we've yeah. got a lot of responsibility yeah, yeah, yeah we do absolutely. it's like no you've you've got six months and you know you tick these boxes that's fine <laughs> you're good to go <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yes, like it's it's just it's it's baffling, but I guess at the same time, you can you you can see very like six six months I think is the make or break mark within the the, the fitness industry, so to speak. Yeah. Especially if you push into the rental trainer space, mm-hmm. that's where I started as a rental trainer, and um, you learn real quick how to sort yourselves out. But at the same time, though, when you look after people first, everything else comes. Yeah. Um, so if you push everything back onto upskilling yourself how can I get better for my clients how can I support them or whatever it might be yeah you're fine in 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 that space but it's just um yeah it's wild yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah and you're right it's it's why so many people have become trainers like initially because I think they're passionate about training themselves but training yourself and training someone else completely different thing like you can make yourself look great but that doesn't mean someone else is going to do anything like you want to do to and it means you don't necessarily have the skills to even get them there just because you can do it doesn't mean you can get it for anyone else but on that same note though i know people that don't have it and happily don't want it but can absolutely get you there as well so that's right it's yeah so so book by cover it's 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 vibe and coach and all of that at the end of the day because I could be the most knowledgeable person about the intricacies of, of whatever, but if you and I don't vibe, what makes you think you're going to listen to me? What mm. makes you think that I can help you? Like it doesn't matter in the end. Yeah, um, exactly. Find, find the person for you. Yes, so true. What do you think has been one of your biggest successes as a coach and working in this industry? One of my, I think one of my biggest successes is 
where I said within move, moving to moving to Melbourne, one of my biggest recent successes was able to provide at least through COVID an, an online space of like community and support of uh, I've got about 250 transgender diverse people pulling together through Facebook and stuff and being able to hold a community like elements of a community together through this time. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be given that platform and space to be able to, to use that. But also I'm really proud that the, the company I work for now, in, in my opinion, is, is, is uh, I do a lot of work with is very industry leading in terms of the, the boutique space, in terms of like person centric coaching. But I guess in a way that I've been able to integrate my being able to integrate and build a service that, that, that definitely targets and helps trans and gender diverse people, but having it be alongside a previously toxic space but pushing through and I guess like not having my acceptance of choice it's like no 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 I'm here you're we're going to work with this you're going to work with me here and us or frankly I'll put you in a bin like let's just make this happen and it's and it's working really quite quite well which is which is nice and this is where I guess as as as, as a community sometimes we do take the back foot a bit because of our own fear or our own experiences or it's sometimes it's just a bit too much and this is where I, if if anything, take a deep breath, make a big cup of coffee, like keep pushing, you will get through. Like you yeah. will get through. Um, lean into and plug into any other support systems that you need but what anyone can be, one must be. And whenever, whatever the, the quote-unquote fight might be or in particular spaces like this one is mine because this industry is I, I'm passionate for. This is this is where I'm going to push, so to speak. But it, it's – it's you, you answer's always no if you don't ask. Mm. And if, if you if you can't do it, hold your hand with a mate and do it together, whatever it might be. Just just please, keep, please keep going. <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. That's great that you found a like a boutique space that's – you know, open to shaping change in that space as mm. well because I think so many trainers, and I've seen it so often, it's getting caught up in that mindset that training comes, like training comes with stereotypical goals or very superficial gendered goals and asking someone to move out of that when for the whole fitness industry in its existence has been this box or this box. And it's like training, mm. if you want to, you know, if you're, if you're AMAB, this is how you train. And if you're AFAB, then this is how you train. And just breaking those barriers. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's mm-hmm. huge. Well, my, my question is why, not, why, why can't we have a space with this both? If you want that, you can have it. If you don't want it, that's cool. But guess what? We're both going to hang around the barbecue afterwards and have a cheers and a high five and, a, and a, it's fine. And one yeah. is not going to put crap on or make the other feel less based on choice. Like it's yeah. got nothing to do with you. Like get over it. It's yeah, not your problem. Hundred <laughs> percent. If, if like only my, that. My role is to get you there healthy and to keep you safe. Yes. At the end, of, and at the end of the day, like anything beyond that, you. It, it, I will always, I'll always rub your goals up with reality because I don't mm. want to set you up with something unrealistic. And as coaches, we need to tell the people we look after no a little bit more or mm. no, not yet. And here yes. is why. Yeah. Um, you need to be able to explain the why. Like if you're sleeping four hours a night, you know, barely eating and haven't and had a glass of water a day, what makes yeah. you think I'm going to go and let you go anywhere even moving right now? Like go and sleep and go for walks. That, that's all yeah. you do. That's Until right. Until you 
chill right out. But yeah, there's so yes. there's so much to training. Like the, the sexy side of training is the, the lifting the heavy weights or doing all those movements, and you see it on Instagram and everywhere. People showing off what they can do from training, but that's such a small part of it. Like there's the, the, the big unsexy side of training, which is like sleeping, which no one thinks of. <laughs> Sleep, stress management, like right? stress, stress psychology, stress physiology. All of that is is like is at the forefront of a lot of my coaching practice, yeah. and. I am. I, I still to this. I love it when I tell the people I look after. Be like, so you like video games? Cool. You're playing two hours on Saturday and on Sunday. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, stress management. Go and play your video games. Yes. You're way too up here right now. Let's mm-hmm. bring it off. You go. A coach has told me to play video games. Yes, yes. I am. Go and yes. play your video games. Right. And then all of a sudden, next week, their blood pressure comes down. Mm-hmm. Like their their health markers all start to slowly start to move. And I'm like, told you. See, you're sleeping better. See, yeah, don't do it. That's it. Yeah. And, and and it's those considerations that we, that we just don't think of. And it's like, well, if you're already stressed, adding more stress to your body, that's not that's it's not the helpful. No, it's the allergenic load. Like your body can only handle so much. Like yeah. even though movement is fantastic. It's still stress, yes. good stress, bad stress. It's still stress. Like we can't just sprinkle good stuff on top of bad. It's going to yeah. overflow. Your, cup, yeah. your cup's gone. Yeah, oh, yeah. So there's so much more to it. It's it's so complex. Oh, but we could be here, we could be here for hours. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes it does it takes a lot to get to the, to the fun stuff. But I mean, it's all worth it. And, and it's those it's taking those steps and taking that time that. I mean, it makes the difference in the end and it keeps you mm. going. And then you can get to doing the really cool stuff so you can take those videos on Instagram and, and show off all the badass things that you can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Like put the captions in, be like, this was a six-month work of doing all the things to get this. Like right? just be, yeah. real, like, be real about it though. Mm-hmm. All of us, like you and I can see straight through it because we know and we've studied the um, the pathways to get there. But you know, the 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 general human on the internet, which is this is three quarters of the issue with social media, wouldn't have a damn clue and be like, I can do this tomorrow and then yes. bang, something mm-hmm. just goes, you know, spinal mm-hmm. fluid all over the wall and I'm like, Oh yeah. good. Oh yeah. good. This is what we yeah. 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 And it's just like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm not someone who trains because I tried it once and this happened. It's just like, yes, but it doesn't have to be the, like that. <laughs> that's why it's happened. Your coach was on their phone looking somewhere else and they yeah. probably wouldn't know. Just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sadness, and it's. I think it deters so many people as well. Or they they look at they they look at what's out there and think, well, that's that's not me. That's not who I am. So then I'm not mm. going to enter into that space. But you don't mm. have to be a certain person. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to have certain ways that you can or can't move to be able to be someone who can find the ways that they can move and train. In- <laughs> If a coach can't find a way for you to move, that is showing the level of their skill, not your ability to participate in the space. Yes. Like if a coach cannot either find a regression, progression, alteration, movement, something, that is not on you. Whatsoever. Yeah, 100%. And, that, yeah, they're not the coach. They're not, probably not the coach you want to be working with because their, their knowledge is way too limited and it's just going to mm-hmm. funnel you down a path that's going to lead to mm-hmm. you getting injured or just not, not having that quality and happiness that comes with moving your Absolutely. body. Absolutely. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know all of the everything at any point and I don't have to refer myself. Of course I do. But the ability to be – the, the transparency, I would much rather go up and to, you know, prospective clients or whatever. No, I have no idea what the answer is, 
but hang on a second, let me find out and I will come back. Like my yeah. scope of practice only goes so far and like there is a reason for that. Stay, stay in your lane to an yeah. extent, but that doesn't mean you can't work integratively with GPs, physios, all of that kind of stuff. But that means you need to step your game up to look after the people in front of you mm-hmm. to do it. Yes, yes, it's so true. There's so much yes. ego. And I think it kind, of, mm-hmm. it kind of comes with that industry and like the that it superficial does. side of training and, you know, people, it's all about the look and stuff. And with that comes that, well, I'm good mm-hmm. because of this and therefore I'm inflexible to allow myself to be told anything different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you couldn't tell me crap in the beginning. I, <laughs> hand, 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 hand on heart, I have given wrong advice. I have injured clients in the past. I have, put, you know, I've done probably every bad coaching habit you can think of over the last 10 years or whatever. But at the same time, put my hand up, I've learned better. Yes. Or I have, you know, I have spent time learning or someone has taken upon themselves to care enough about me to pull me up on my crap. Yeah. And hallelujah all of the things, like absolutely do it. Someone has showed me like the act of kindness to be like, maybe consider what you're doing. Fair. <laughs> and and that, that, that's a rinse and repeat question that I encourage everyone to continually keep asking. And it's something I still do to this day as a part of my own like reflection processes every week. And it's like, what did, how could I have helped somebody better here? Or what do I need to learn more? And it just becomes, just becomes a thing. You never, you never really stop. It's that, it's that 10,000 hour rule. Like you, mm-hmm. you become like a mastery. You need to spend 10,000 hours um, studying, working, doing, couldn't tell you where I'm at right now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if I averaged it out, we've got, there's at least a few thousand in there somewhere. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so great. I, I was reflecting just, as you were sharing about how you were earlier on as a coach and it was the same thing it was like I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe the the attitude I used to have around training as well and it was just like so inflexible and it's like it's done this way or it's not done right and it's and in hindsight it's just like yeah I don't I don't that wasn't nice. Like, I think a lot of people didn't like that. <laughs> totally. And look, if you want to be a purist, absolutely. If you want to be a uh, 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 coach, fantastic, whatever. If that's your area, obviously that just becomes down to your ability to communicate it properly and here's by lines and, like, you know, does yeah. this work for you? Cool. Let's go. If not, go and see whoever. Yeah. And like, I, I have no intention on being a purist. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the coach that gets you a 300 kilo deadlift, but I'm going to be the coach that gets rid of your fear of the barbell yes. and gets you to learn how to use it and to move around with it. And then at a certain point, if you wish to move into those higher end spaces, that's when it's like off you go to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. I think there needs to be that variety. There's so many coaches out there and their intention seems to always be like high performance or, you know, this is this is where people want to end up and it's like, yes, I'm going to get them there. But then there's this whole group they of don't. people. Yeah. And there's this whole they group of people care. like, yeah, I don't, I don't want that. But they can't. there's no coaches out there who, who want to do just that. Let's just figure out how you can move. Does this feel good for you? Oh, look, you've just, you've just mastered something that helps you feel great. Is it? Uh, in the eyes of social media or uh, an elite coach, like a glorious thing. It's like, no, but who cares? Because it's what makes you feel amazing. Are you you sleeping better because your back stopped hurting because you can't lie on your back or whatever at night? Fantastic. Awesome. Tick. Win. Yeah. Um, Oh, um, what, yeah. is when clients are like, oh, my back pain is gone. I'm just like, yeah, 
yes, we love this one. Like oh, that is yes, awesome. Yes. <laughs> I love gen pop. I love gen pop. So general population for anyone listening, just your average, just your average humans. But anyone that doesn't want to spend time in the elite space where yeah. there is enough coaches there, I have mm-hmm. no and nothing against that space if you want to be in it. I have no interest adding, you know, shaving 0.5 of a second off your 100-meter sprint, frankly, right. whatever. Yeah. But, you know, if I can stop you from needing to down, you know, five neurofin a day because your lower back pain is that much of an issue because you're sitting at your desk so terribly and your yeah. back's just messed, yeah. that I, I can fix some of that in 10 minutes I can have you feeling better without doing too much at all. And like, that's where I want to push. Like if I can get bigger returns on quality of life, that's where I want to spend my time. Absolutely. It makes all the difference. Like you can have, you can have a six pack, you can have the biggest muscles in the world. That doesn't mean your body's going to feel great. Like it doesn't mean your body can move, move in ways that are comfortable and without pain. Like if you're going to kind of put it on a scale, you can have, you can have that surface level superficial stuff, but if you're still feeling shit and in pain and all of that other stuff, it's like, like, what's the, what's point the point? Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, you know, we always talk about that. We always see the before and afters. What about the after after? Yes. Like this, this, this whole extra area, this, this is a, that's another conversation, but that's an issue. <laughs> it's like, uh, don't look there. Don't, a, no one look there. <laughs> don't look there. You know, you've, you've gotten like your hair's falling out because you're stressed so much. Yeah. A lot of your bodily functions have potentially stopped because things yeah. are just not happening. Like this is where... We, we get into some very dangerous territory when we're pursuing a certain goal without the, I guess, the understanding or the guidance or the safety mechanisms around it. Yeah. Like we need to be like our health markers. And when I say health markers, that is internal stuff that has nothing to do with like aesthetic or, or body politics. That's that's your blood pressure. That's your heart rate, the stuff yeah. like that, that we need to look at it at any size or what or you know bodies etc that's going to dictate everything that you do absolutely oh so true Mm. do you have anything you'd like to share with folks listening any advice any anything that you've learned that you think could help others to get more active to find someone who can support them so definitely i think firstly is, is is having the understanding that this is a space for you like i don't care what you've heard I don't care what you've read. Whether you take our opinions or not, listen to us. We're saying you're welcome here. Come hang out. It's fun. We have project cookies. It's great. Um, (laughs) So it's definitely a space for you. Also know that there are multiple spaces within this. Just because you've seen one type or one version or, you know, that, that mainstream massive big box gym with all of the dude bros around, guess what? That's actually not all of them. That's only a small amount of what these spaces look like. There are so many cool little community groups or depending on if you want smaller or bigger, there are so many different spaces. Jump out of Google, ask your mates, ask questions on Instagram and just, it's, it's like yes. doctor shopping. It's like going to get a pair of shoes. There are so many options. Start looking like it yes. is there. And there are so many more like-minded people out there than you, than you think. It's just going to take a little minute to find us yes. with access to information and technology. It's getting, it's getting a hell of a lot better. Be patient. Like be patient. The access to information that you have now I wish it was around 11 years ago. I'm very yeah. grateful that it is now, but we're, we're getting there. And I guess the, the, big, the biggest thing from this is no one has the right to tell you that you can't have anything that you want. They'll try. 
like mm. good good luck to them. They can try, but whether it is positive affirmations in the mirror, whether it's listening to your friends or your podcast, whatever that that, that plug is, that sanity check that you need, even if it's just our voices here, you absolutely can. It just it may mean you may need to definitely as a transgender diverse person, like you may need to take a different route. That's not a bad thing, but you can still get there. You will still get there and get the goal just one day at a time, one day at a time. Amazing. We, as, as humans, we have a real issue where we overestimate what we can do is in a year, but underestimate what we can do in five. Yes. Oh, so true. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, I tell myself this stuff in the in, – I have to say it into the mirror to myself every single day because, like, imposter syndrome's big, even right. though we're coaches – doesn't mean we don't fight these same battles or oh. have to go through this same like we're we're doing it with you yes we're just doing it anyway yeah like absolutely it's so true it's like doesn't make a difference how long we've been training for like those things still come up all those thoughts all that negativity like all that messaging still kind of seeps into absolutely yeah yeah, and we've but we've just we've either, we've either navigated through or we've pushed through or we've learnt. Like life doesn't necessarily get easier; we just get stronger at it. And we're yes. learning new ways and coming back to that toolbox. We're building our toolbox out bigger so that regardless of the situation, we will potentially have a tool to apply to the situation. Yes, that's hundred percent right. If people want to get in contact with you or find you online, where can they look? Yeah, so a couple of different spots. They can find me on Instagram at Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y underscore T-Gen, T-G-E-N, or they can find me at tgenerationtraining.com. Otherwise, I run a free uh, Facebook resource, uh, just at the Trans Gender Diverse Fitness Forum, where it is literally just access to free qualified uh, information and a community of like support and end growth across I think there's a few internationals now, but everyone's pretty much welcome. It, the whole purpose of it is breaking down barriers of access to information, all of the things that we've been kind of looking for, but it is added with a lens that, you know, members of, of our community have kind of needed some relevant information or at least safe spaces to start asking some questions. What's a barbell? What's fiber? What's a macronutrient? Here's yes. a dumbbell. Here's what you can do with it. Like it, this is information that you can find on Google, but we're just going to get rid of the toxic lens and we're going to make it a little bit more accessible. Basically. Unreal. That's where you can oh, find that's it. so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thanks so much for chatting with me today. This has been a great conversation. No, thank you very much for having me. It's been, it's been, it's been a hoot, but then again, at the same time, be wary when you get me on a microphone, I'll talk under concrete. Uh, <laughs> if you don't like it at the time. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's perfect. Thanks so much. <laughs> No dramas at all. Thank you very much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Again, if you want to learn more about Sam, you can go to Instagram at the handle Sammy underscore TGen, or you can go to his website at tgenerationtraining.com. You can also find him on Facebook or by searching Transgender Fitness on YouTube check him out he has rad human friends till next week have a rad as day <laughs>